Okay, so it's finally time for the award ceremony. Two two weeks ago, we threw around the idea of having a nice season recap, and really, you know, some of the awards we didn't agree with, like Sirianni being Coach of the Year. Ugh. So we just figured we'd just go ahead and make up our own awards, and we actually got quite a few responses. So before we even get into this, I'd like to say thank you to the community for actually taking the time to answer this Google form, because honestly... a lot of people answer. We got a a ton of of responses, and honestly, some of these... Okay, some of these are a given, and you're going to, like, you know, it's pretty easy, but some of these, like, there's a couple surprises in here. So I think... Honestly, we also came up with really good awards, too. Like, we could have went our own personal opinions, but, like, I do like the the awards we created. Yeah, it's not like we went out there and be like, oh, who's who, the MVP? Who's the coach of the year? Like, yeah, no. Exactly. Like, we really went out there and, you know, put together quite a list. So we're just going to start it off. So the first award that was, it was the biggest boot, best punter award. So we chose four finalists. They were uh, Ryan Stonehouse, who broke the record. This year for the average punt, he shattered it, absolutely shattered what it. What was it by? A ton. It, really? was a, it wasn't a ton, but for punt, punting yards, it was a lot. I want to say it was at least three. Well, he, he had so many more opportunities than a normal punter. <laughs> no, he's just that good. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Well, sure. any punter could break the average. But yes, yeah, he did probably punt a lot more. They punt. But then the other three finalists were Logan Cook from the Jags, Corleus Waitman from the uh, Broncos, and Johnny Hecker, good old reliable, from the Carolina Panthers. So the first winner of the biggest boot, uh, best punter award goes to none other than Tennessee Titan, uh, Ryan Stonehouse. Wow. Uh, this one, not going to lie, I kind of threw this in here because, you know, it's he should win it. But I want thing- to acknowledge it that he broke a record set in the 40s. That's true. And <laughs> in the 40s? I want to say it was in like, Oh, my yeah. God. Well, plus looking uh, bias aside, it, it is a good award. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is a good topic, underrated position. A punter, a punter can determine the game. Well, yeah, if you have, like, uh, the Giants punter who doesn't know what they're doing. Hey, hey, no Jay- no Jamie Gillen slander in this, Paul. <laughs> I'm slandering him. No Scottish hammer slander. If he was any good, he would have been a, an award. He would have been up for the award. Just that. Well, that's also very true. If he was good, he probably would have been up for the <laughs> yeah, award. Yeah, so I'm not slandering. I'm just speaking facts. I do like to say we wanted to throw a special team award out there. The special team award we wanted was best gunner, Ugh. but I could not find any stats There's for gunners. Literally, you know why? It's because the stat uh, record keepers probably put their pencils down when punts and kickoffs happen. Yeah, so we know. <laughs> and then we like think of kicking around long snapping, but they don't do anything. So I'm like, punter's the best next best thing. But overall, yeah, I think I fully deserved. Fully deserved. One of the best punters in the game, if not the best. Congratulations, Stonehouse. Yeah, congratulations, Ryan Stonehouse. You know, make sure we got... You will. He will be tagged. And oh, we, we made a little. Yeah, go check out the Twitter when you're listening to this pod because we I made some sick uh, posts for all the award winners. Next one is one that I'm kind of pulling from uh, the soccer community over in England. It is called the NFL Hauser Award. So pretty much this is the biggest trash talker. So over there... They're, they just, you know, they make fun of each other and they call it <laughs> shithousery. Yeah. So, like, an example is there's this one player, his name is Jamie Vardy, and he was playing against the Wolverhampton Wanderers and the Wolves. So after he scored a goal, he went over to their fans and howled at them. <laughs> he played Crystal Palace, their Moscow... Mo, Mo, Moscow? Not Moscow. Your mascot, jeez. Mascot are the Eagles. Like, the, the, mm-hmm. like they're an eagle. So what does he do when he scores? He flaps his arms in front of the fans like an eagle. 
So I just like, instead of just be like the best trash talker word, we'll change it. We'll bring it over. This is a British slash American term. Now NFL housery, I'm setting in stone ADF term right here, putting it in the dictionary. Watch it become a thing now. I think it should because I absolutely love it. So we put together a list of four very good ones. Sauce Gardner, Eli Apple, Micah Parsons, and Chauncey. For shit talking. <laughs> for the best shit talkers. And I just like to say there was at one time two of these players were on the same team. Yes. Down in the New Orleans Saints. Eli Apple and, and Chauncey were on the same yep. secondary. With so, um with Marshall. Yes. <laughs> so that's just those three together, that's just insane. But this one, I mean, again, kind of a little bit of landslide, but I'm not surprised. This went back and forth, right? This one actually did flip a lot. Now yeah. that you say that. I did think the winner the person who won I did think would have won. Yeah, but they were back and forth. But it flipped a lot. I think that this is probably one of the only awards that no, because there's a couple more. Yeah. Two other ones were like this. But every person was in the lead at one point. Yes. But none other than the Cincinnati Bengals cornerback, uh, Eli Apple, is the winner of the first uh, NFL Housing Award. So Congratulations, Eli. I mean, that's just much deserved. Uh, you know, absolutely love him. You know, I love his Twitter beefs, too. Oh, my God. Well, he starts them. Yeah, like, you know, he just talks trash on everyone on Twitter and then goes out there and gets burnt. <laughs> and he don't care. He does it again next week. He's a Super Bowl, Super Bowl caliber, caliber corner, too. That's the best part. I almost threw Mike Hilton in here just because this uh, quote this year of, quote, Burrowhead. Oh, that's why. But I couldn't have two Bengals and Eli Apple's dog. I also hated the whole Burrowhead thing. Yeah, honestly. It would have been different if they would have won it, honestly. If they would have won, then I would consider it, maybe. But yeah, to go there and you lose, like, it's kind of hard to come back. From After, I mean, they made a whole big stink about how they always, or Burrows always beat Mahomes, too. And then they came out shit-talking with Burrowhead. And then Mahomes just dog-walked him at the end of the day. He did. But that was that one. Again, very interesting. So congratulations to Eli Apple for his <laughs> NFL Hatch Award winner for the ADF pod. Can he make a comeback next year? Who knows? I'd love to find out. He might be a, another finalist. No, it wouldn't surprise me. He's not going to change. No. Now this next one, this one, next one, we wanted to do this, but we were really hemming and hawing over a condition we could do. So obviously we're looking at the best backup quarterback award. So we're thinking, we're like, what can we do? Because we don't want Brock Purdy to win this award. Yeah, we don't want Skylar Thompson to win this award. You know, we don't want people that went out there and started mm. games. So we just thought, okay, they can't start a game. Mike White would have won this award. Mike, oh, absolutely. It would have been Mike White and Brock Purdy and, I don't know, but those are two that I can think of right Tyler off the Huntley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right off the top of my head that would have won it or in contention, but they started a game. So cannot start the game. Uh, this one is... The where, where where am I? The finalists were Jeff Driscoll. In the year he completed fourteen passes, hundred and eight yards and one touchdown. You see where we're kinda of going now. Very low numbers. Second finalist, Chase Daniel of the Chargers, eight completions, fifty two yards and a tutty. Third finalist, Jordan Love of the Packers, 14 completions, 195 yards and a tutty. Tutty was nutty against the Eagles, by the way. That was a hot touchdown. That, uh... And the last finalist was the Vikings. Uh, Nick, Nick Mullins Wolf. had 21 completions, 224 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That interception is big, though. That interception. That interception is big. And if you look at this chart, you could tell the interception weighed a lot uh -huh. on the decision. 
So the award winner for best backup quarterback who did not start a game is none other than probably future Packer starter this year. Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, somewhere else. Green Bay Packer, Mr. First-Round Pick, Jordan Love. Thank God. Big round of applause. Because, listen, he played – when he played, too, I didn't see the other guys, but I can only imagine they didn't do as well as Jordan. Jordan Love did Jordan against the best team in the league. And he did – thank you so much. But, yes, he did it against the best team. And he had, like, no – what's the word? Like, the Packers knew they were losing that game. Oh, yeah. And he still went out there and slung the rock. Yeah. Trying to come back. Well, he knew it was his time to shine. Well, you know? yeah, that's also true, too. But, you know, it's nice to see him actually get acknowledged in something. I'm glad the ADF pod acknowledges <laughs> and our community acknowledged that he had really good showing this year as a backup. And hopefully it translates to either him getting the Packers job or maybe he even getting moved. Because we're going to be flirting with that. Oh, yeah. One thing I'd say is if I was the Titans and we don't get the trade-up for a quarterback uh, and Jordan Daddy T's Hulse. out the door, throw a third to the Green Bay and get Jordan Love. Jordan Love or get Rodgers. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I will say that. I do not want – if we get him, I will not be happy. We're paying a very old player yeah, you would be. so much money. I don't want – it would be different if we had – if AJ was still there, I'd be all in. AJ, Derrick Henry, and Rodgers would tear it up. But we don't have a wide receiver. No, you have Traylon Burke. Stop. But Stop. we don't have – Stop. In we the don't Titans have eyes, a, Traylon Burke is just as good as AJ Burke. Well, clearly, because we didn't get anything else for AJ. <laughs> But that's besides the point. Love you, Traylon. Love you, AJ. Love the yawning. <laughs> this one was a pretty much of a given, but we had to throw this out there. We yeah. couldn't. Th- we had th- one more one. Like, what can we do? I'm like, duh. Yeah. The biggest flop award. Now these finalists are all big names that moved uh, in the past offseason. Who did you get voted for? Uh, Cedric Wilson. No one voted for Cedric Wilson. I couldn't think of another one. There was probably a better choice out there, but this was last-minute call, so I just threw him on there. because good for, good for him. But Cedric Wilson got paid. Yeah, he did get paid a, a lot. decent amount to really not do anything. But he's also very shit covered up with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle down there. <laughs> yeah. So the finalists are uh, Russell Wilson from the Broncos, Allen Robinson from the Rams, Von Miller from Buffalo, and Cedric Wilson from Miami. Uh, you know... Obviously, we know what Denver did. We know what L.A. did trying to replace Odell, and that went absolutely awful. Vaughn Miller signed a huge deal, got hurt. Still a great player, but, you know, just didn't live up to the potential of the run that everyone was saying. They got Vaughn Miller. There's not going to be stopped. It's like a long deal, too. (laughs) It's It's like six years. It it might be longer than that. I know it's at least six. It's at least six. It's just a freakishly long deal for such an old player, and I really don't understand it at all. But the biggest flop of the award winner is none other than Mr. Broncos Country Let's Ride, Russell Wilson. Couldn't even throw more touchdowns than bathrooms in his house. Yeah. Now, we're not saying he's trash. He's just a flop. He just flopped hard for the yeah. amount of compensation they had to give to yes, Seattle. He did not do as expected. I mean, maybe next season is a different story, but this season he flopped hard. For well, the, everyone, for Broncos. everyone was saying the Broncos were going to make a run this year. I was even on the boat. I believed it too. I wasn't saying they were going to win the West or they're going to win anything, but they're going to make the playoffs. On paper, they're, they should be a better team than what they played. They did run into a lot of injuries. Yes. But the quarterback play was absolutely no, dreadful yeah. out there. 
Because Russ is supposed to make those plays. Yeah, he it's didn't Russ. Make any plays. He led Seattle all those years. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what was the expectation. And you have DK and Tyler Lockett in Seattle, and then you have like an upcoming star in Jerry Judy there, and Cortland Sutton, who's already in yeah. a decent wide receiver. Like they're, and then you're also picking up uh, Tim Patrick, who he did get hurt, yeah. so he didn't get to play this year, but. A very good wide receiver, very very good wide receiver three in the well, league next year. Yeah, well, every one of those guys is going to be healthy. So hopefully this year, this com- upcoming year, it will turn around for him. Who do you think on this list? Who do you think will have the best season next year for the biggest flop? Mm-hmm. Either Vaughn or actually Russell. Vaughn coming back from injury or Russell coming back from, coming back from his team injuries. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. They I, have the most potential because of what they've played like before, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Hopefully Allen Robinson figures it out because I thought it was a good he's signing. not getting younger, though. You're right. He's not getting younger. <laughs> but hopefully he helps out Cooper Cup out um, there. Is this the biggest margin win? You know what I mean? Yeah, this one was an absolute landslide. 71% of the votes. Yeah, Russ got 71% of the votes. Again, I threw this in here. I said it in the short little pod last week that I put out the short little clip. I was This was the award I was talking about. I'm like, I know the winner of this one yeah. before I even put it out. This but we had to put an, it out. This was an easy choice. Yeah, we had to put it out. Next, we're going to move on to more of a fantasy uh, fantasy football award here, more style. Uh, this one is the Flex King Award, which goes for the best waiver wire pickups uh, of this season. Now, yes. obviously, if you don't know what the waiver wire is, if you don't play fantasy, did I spell waiver right in there? No way. Did you spell it wrong? Where is it spelled? There's, Waiver. That's like, is it the looks I wrong. before I before E except after that's a V. So it, yeah, no, you spelled it right. Anyway, the waiver wire, you know, you draft your people, and then after every week, you're put on a waiver wire, 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 and you get to pick free agents that you know every week that you think are gonna pop off. It resets every week. Pretty simple. I don't know if I explained that well. Yeah. No, I got. I understood. So this one, this one was, this was a very good one. I'm glad I actually thought of this one uh, because we got some interesting names out here. There was at a point where Evan Ingram was absolutely killing it. Evan Ingram had like 71 percent of the vote at the this, time. This, well, this was another one that went back and forth. This one changed a lot. Uh, the finalists are Evan Ingram, Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, and Jedrick McKinnon. The only one that didn't wasn't leading at one point was Jack McKinnon, right? But all yeah, these but other he, guys have led. McKinnon we're, we're was tied. He and was tied. He never led, but he was tied. But I think this was a good one just because, you know, a lot of the listeners are, you know, fantasy. We had an ADF pod league. Like, I felt like it was right for us to acknowledge yeah. the life of fantasy football that, every, that everyone just allows it to consume that mm-hmm. for the whole NFL season. This one, this one came down. What, what's the vote difference? There is a two-vote difference oh, with this gosh. one. And the winner of this Flex King Award uh, for the first annual ADF Pod Awards is none other than San Francisco Niners, Brock Purdy. Listen, it's not even wrong either because when I had I had a quarterback issue and I needed one, and Brock Purdy, he would he would go off and freaking he would he saved uh, I made the playoffs because of him basically. 
I mean, he went out there, Mr. Irrelevant, turned to Mr. Irrelevant one night. Very, very fast. And Everyone was picking him. Yes, and he's still very relevant, too. Mans is probably going to be a starter next year. Granted, his surgery just get pushed back on his but he's, elbow. But he's going to be there for day one. He's he's going to be fine. We wish him a speedy recovery. <laughs> it's crazy how Mr. Mister Irrelevant is probably most likely going to beat out someone that Niners drafted up for. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy. They, they went up to five for Lance, right? It might have been higher, but they traded up. They traded up for him. But this is why you don't pick a person from North Dakota that's a quarterback. They just historically are horrible. And look at that, and we're switching back to the 2017 <laughs> Eagles. You said it, not me. Just I was talking about Easton Stick. Yeah, right. Easton Stick, where'd he get drafted? Who drafted him? I don't know, but he was a, a backup for the Colts. No. Pretty sure the Chargers drafted it's, him. That sounds right. I'm pretty know. sure. Did I say Cardinals or Chargers? I don't Chargers. Know. You said okay. Chargers. Chargers. That's what I meant to say. But anyway, I, the whole world loved Brock Purdy story. As Who gave a second? Kenneth Walker. Ah, yeah. Barely he's also a good, because Rashad Penny went down early, and Kenneth Walker picked up slack. And Rashad Penny's got to walk out because he's got to compete for his job now because well, he's a dog. I Just rotate them both. Honestly, I could see that being. They, they're from, not paying Rashad, are they? I don't believe so. But so that's like a both on rookie. No, is Rashad a rookie? No, no. He might have. He's not getting paid like. No, he's not a getting top paid. Back, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah. paid. Yeah, so you're not spending that much. Rotate them out, and some team comes knocking at the door to trade them. This is like a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Yes, exactly. Mini like, like a Walmart. Good the Walmart version. The Walmart. Version of the Browns backfield. That's a good way eyes. to put it. It's a good analogy. That is a good analogy. But Brock Purdy, back to Brock Purdy, of course, lighted it up. One thing, I, I've already said this on the pod, I think, if not, I've told you this, but he was exploding in the card market too. Yes. Uh, like one of Dan Marino's most valuable cards sold for, you know, like I'm just going to throw out a number. I don't need the exact number, but we'll just say 5K. Brock Purdy's rookie that was like numbered out of 10 PSA, whatever, sold for like triple that. Like, you know why they're probably exploding? Because, first of all, it's a hot card and it's a hot topic. Second, they probably didn't make that many. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely. You know what I mean? Now that you say that, I've only ever seen the Panini uh, Spectra. I'm telling you, he's Mr. Irrelevant. They probably started really ramping up his card production when he got in. And then after a few weeks. Yeah, like when once he convinced everybody, he he was like good. One more person before I want to move on and talk about before we move on is Evan Ingram went from the Giants and absolutely balled. I could have thought he could have won this award too. Yes, all of these. He's guys. one of the top tight ends in the league this yes. year. His production was just nuts. I can't wait to see what happens actually with the Jags where they can't double either him or Kirk because yep. Calvin Ridley's coming yep. back and everyone's forgetting that. Yep. That team's going to be, gonna be a, a monster. Tandem. Plus you got Travis at running back. T-Law at the end was picking it up once Dougie P had their little his little moment in speech. Yeah, they, Dougie P was like, listen, I want with Nick Foles. You got to step it up your first overall pick. Listen, <laughs> next year, Dougie P, year two head coach, Back to the 2017 Eagles. And we are. That took me, what, two two minutes? Not even. (laughs) This next award is dear to our hearts. It is the best gritty award. Uh, We love the gritty. 
But obviously, we had to go out there and really dig for these because we don't want <laughs> we don't want an award between Jamar Chase, no. Jay Jets, and it's, a few others. It's these guys were probably like really unexpected to gritty, and then when they did it, it was just clean. Once they passed by with their gritty, the floor beneath them was spotless. You could eat off of it. That's how clean these gritties were. So before I announce it, the finalists, we're just gonna I'm gonna slowly. Walk you through if you did not get time to watch the videos. What happened? So Hayden Hurst yes. hit the gritty against the team that drafted him, as in the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I think it was a Thursday night game. It he, was got a, of, he got a big catch or a touchdown. You got a touchdown yeah. and instantly hit the gritty. Yep. <laughs> Next one, Zach Wilson ran the Philly Philly, yes, got the touchdown did. and grittied after all the milf hunter and everything yes. came out about him. And isn't that when he came back? That's that's after he came back, right? I don't remember if it was right before he went out. I don't remember or when he came back. That might have been when Mike White was out. Ah, uh, because it was, it was against Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah, no, Mike White was out. That's why he came back. But yeah, so he hit the gritty, and that was clean. Next is Jair. We actually got more votes than I thought. But Jair, he had a huge uh, tackle. He covered J Jets like that's what it well, is. J Jets had no chance. He tackled him out of bounds, fourth down. What does he do? Get up and gritties all the <laughs> way back to the other side of the field. Yeah, the entire field. And Tony Romo was freaking out. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, he's hitting the gritty. And then lastly, Mike Sicky with just huge touchdown catch and then the cleanest swiping gritty too. And gritties from the end zone all the way back up to Mike Dick Daniel on the sideline. Yep. The whole way. Doesn't just do the end zone and walk. Nope. Gritties the entire way up. Which honestly, that probably could have been taken as uh, taunting. Taunting. I was going to say unsportsmanlike. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have surprised me if they would have called. I wish I, re- I wish I knew if he got a fine for that or not. I don't remember. But I know, remember, after he did this, like, I think he did a couple more times. And then finally he's like, yeah, I'm killing this. He's like, I'm not doing it no more. Uh, but the winner of the Best Gritty Award is none other than the Miami Dolphins tight end, Mike Kosicki, which is fully deserved. And he, yeah, absolutely. From from end zone to head coach, you gritty the whole time. <laughs> and it's not an ugly looking one. It probably would have been funnier if it was ugly. Yeah. It would have been hilarious if it was ugly. I'm not saying it was the cleanest one. No, but it was clean. Though. But for him to do it the whole way, that yes. same speed, <laughs> same arm motions, like... He stayed on point. Again, wasn't clean, but the length and the duration yes. of it and the commitment to the gritty was, was amazing. Awesome. And I absolutely loved it. I'm, I'm excited for next C- next and or ADF awards to to find these uh, videos again because the gritty is not going away. It's the new Gronk spike. If yeah, it really is. It's Gronk the spike. new Everyone's Gronk spike, and everybody does it. Absolutely love it too. Yeah, no. and it really all came because of Jay Jets and Jamar. Yep. Instead of talking about it, who has the best, who has the best gritty in the league? Not these four between Jay Jets or Jamar. Who's cleaner? Uh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna give you an actual answer. Okay, I'm going Jamar Chase. But well, did I? There are cards of them grittying. Jalen Hurts hitting the gritty. Can you send them? To me? I will. Are it you on is Twitter or eBay. You can probably find them on eBay. I believe it's a Panini optic my house insert and it's him like like you know like how he does with the yeah, arms yeah. where he like hits his shoulders it's like him like that oh, yeah God. it is clean i like that i like that response oh yeah it's jalen hurts <laughs> absolutely love it what is a panini <laughs> just look up jalen hurts my house okay and i'm sure you'll be able to find it when he's doing that you know gotta, of course you have a sneak peek of that we're gonna start talking about the last two awards uh 
Oh, it's it's a rookie. Oh, oh, it's a rookie card. These last two awards are the equivalent of the MVP. Uh, we 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 don't want to say MVP. It was hard saying this, so we just thought defensive and oh, offensive ben. breakout players of the year. What's Ben? This card. Where's it Ben? At the top. You can see it better on the back. It's Ben. It's Ben to hell. It's so cheap, though. Shit. It's a dub. I know. That's why I might do it. It's only two bucks. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Defensive breakout player of the year. Then we took, you know, players that took a step up. Got notably better, and this one uh, was kind of surprising. I feel like these there was three of them that were pretty much neck and neck, and one that just blew away with it. Uh, the award uh, finalists now are Philadelphia Eagles safety Chauncey Gardner Johnson had six interceptions on the year. I will say this again: I've told you and Kyle this several times. He is or will be within the next year the best safety in the league. He he's definitely top three right now. Oh, I'd say top two. I the only one I'd say is better is Tyron Matthew. I know people are gonna say that free safety. Tyron Matthew is good. I know people are gonna say that safety out in San Fran. I can't think of his name right now. It's a different name, but he's really good. Uh, the next finalist is New York Jets defensive tackle Quinn and Williams, one of the Williams brothers. You know the guy that sneezed, blessed himself, and thanked yes. himself when he got drafted. Absolutely love it. Uh, next is Alex Highsmith of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know really. Really blossomed this year with uh, TJ out and stepped up his production a lot. He obviously not as great as TJ Watt, but if he produces like he did this past year, him and TJ is going to be a force to reckon with. And they're, oh, excuse me, gosh, they're looking really good at making a run at the playoffs this year under Kenny Pick for the second year. Oh my gosh, his hiccups, man. Remember you got hiccups last night? No. <laughs> and the last. Award finalist on this is uh, San Francisco linebacker Dre Greenlaw, who's very underrated. Him, oh, absolutely. And Fred Warner are easily uh, the best two linebackers in the league. I'm waiting for you saying TJ Edwards. Just waiting. I'm waiting. Ah, uh, well, no, dude, I think TJ Edwards is probably third, <laughs> <laughs> but not far, not far. So the winner of this award, Defensive Breakout Player of the Year award, is the safety from uh, Philadelphia, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Landslid. Landslide? Landslid everybody in this one. He absolutely ran away with it. One of these, I thought this one was going to be very... I mean, the other three are very close, but Chauncey just ran away with it. Uh, The other three are, like, tied. They pretty (laughs) much practically are. killed this one, though. But, I mean, they have six interceptions. I mean, he was just an absolute star on that Eagles D, and I think him and Reed Blankenship will make a very nice safety tandem down well, there. And Reed's actually, like, pretty decent Reed's for just being a, a rookie. Reed's low-key good. Lo- like, no, not even low-key good. Like, he held himself. When we originally threw him in, I was like, oh, God, this kid. And then he made, like, really good plays against the Vikings. I was like, oh, God, this kid. And I'm glad we have him now. I was like, what? Since when did Rodrigo Blankenship play safety, bro? I know there's another Blankenship no, his, in the league. It's his cousin. It's his cousin. Is it actually? No. I don't... Yes, I know the the Blankenship lineage tree. Okay. So well, that was really sassy. Anyway, Chauncey's going to get a very well-deserved extension from Philly, hopefully. No, he's getting tagged no matter what, so... But he loves it there. He's just having too much fun. Him, Slay, you know, lockdown. Lastly is the offensive breakout player of the year, and this one was just all over the board. I mean, all 
pretty much everyone, even that's within three of that one. They're within three votes, votes of each of other. Each other. Uh, this one, it went back and forth. This crazy. This one this was. One was. This one drove me up a wall. This watching one was it. unknown until the the last second of. This one made me hesitate closing the voting <laughs> because I'm like, what if someone didn't yes. vote? Because this one is this close. Uh, obviously, uh, Jamal Williams from the Lions uh, broke Barry Sanders' touchdown. He had an extra game, but did break it. Every record's gonna have the asterisk. Brandon Ayuk, who finally, finally had his big yes. year, breakout year. Him and he's uh, always been low key, but this year he's he stepped strong. up. Him he and Debo is gonna be oh. him, Debo and Christian McCaffrey are freaking disgusting. Next year it's gonna be very interesting. Next year I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same NFC Championship game. Yeah, me too. This next one I know you don't want to put it on there because you don't want to jeopardize a Dallas Cowboy winning it, but I had to. It's Tony Pollard. I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna <laughs> win it, but I, it's, it, it, it was a little nervy. But he he's so much better than Zeke. But how do you not play Zeke when you pay him buckets? <laughs> yeah, you pay him a ton of money, and, and he th- was very good. Too. Hey, it's okay. You're gonna let Dallas tag their backup running back this year. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, go for it. You use that tag. Yeah, that's so insane. At that the end of the day, that's what's gonna happen. Pollard would be getting paid more than Zeke at that point. Yeah, he would. He, 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 it's he, the top five average, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and Zeke is not top five paid. He got paid a while ago, so there's been other people. Old. Yeah. And the last finalist is everyone. Everyone hated on this guy, Christian Kirk. Everyone's like, he should not have gotten paid. What's up with the Jazz being dumb, essentially? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on well, down in Jacksonville? They saw something no one else really did, and Christian Kirk balled. And Christian Kirk is a finalist for an ADF award, but I didn't see that coming this year. No. <laughs> I don't think anyone knew about the ADF awards. Yeah, well, just wait till we tag them and all. <laughs> Hopefully they all, like, you know, allow people I'll to tag do, I'll do individual tweets. <laughs> I'll just blow up Twitter. Yeah, there we go. We're just going to, yeah, Twitter is going to be exploding when this comes out. Just, like, don't remind me on Tuesday to do that. I'm going to try to. But again, this one came neck and neck, and this one... I think it was like no matter who won this, I would have felt guilty of the other three because I feel like they should have won. But this year's winner of the Offensive Breakout Player of the Year is Detroit Lions' Jamal Williams. Deservingly so, too. Very much deserved. I mean, I wouldn't have been upset with the other two guys. I would have been upset with Tony Pollard, but <laughs> I, that's just because he's a cowboy. Mr. Swag Kazakaze. Leader of the Shadow Clan. <laughs> Mr. You know, was a Packer, got signed in free agency to the Lions to pretty much split the backfield with DeAndre Swift and just absolutely took it over. Did you you ever see that that post-game interview? I think it was against the Packers where they, they're talking to him and, he, and he's like he's like all spaced out and they're like, you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm hot and sweaty. I want to take a shower or something <laughs> like that. He has some of the, I love him. His just, interviews are hilarious. He's such a lovable guy. One that I don't remember what it was. They were playing someone, but he was just so emotional. He, had, he might have broke the record. He I think that's like, when he broke the record. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's just been hard. Like, he started crying. He's like, yeah. I lost my dad. Yeah. I did this for him. I'm glad the boys went out here and balled because we really deserve to win this when we have a shot. And now stop playing on the yeah. Detroit Lions. <laughs> you see these tears? No, we're making the playoff teams. Everyone stop sleeping on us. Just <laughs> mood it. changed. And I literally watched this live. I was like, <laughs> I love him. Just love because, him. like, I, after this, i got to watch it again. Love just because it's so yeah, funny. But, I mean. Hey, they're going to make a push next year. 
Oh, easy. They're making a push. They're making their way into the playoffs, guaranteed. The Lions might be making a push for the bowl. I'm saying it now. I was high on them last year. I'm going to be high on them again this year. I don't know. They, they're still – got to get through the Niners and the Eagles. Either easy. one. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we beat, we beat the Lions. You just got to get into the playoffs. That's Playoff true. football's a different breed. That's true. Look at the Jags. Exactly. <laughs> no one expected they them beat to. The, they made it to the past the wild card. They beat the Justin Herbert-led Chargers, and that team was supposed to be favorite, Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, that's true. And they made it through them, which they were really hot. Again, expected them to, but still. It's the fact that once you get there, who knows what could happen. Who knows? I bet the Chargers are going to have a good year. I kind of want to see who they play. Dude, I... It's just they gotta play the Chiefs twice. Super, 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 way too early outlook. We're gonna. I'm just gonna mention this real quick. Super. They're gonna win. No, uh, they're gonna be the worst team in the West. Really? The Chargers are not good. Yeah. Justin Herbert is a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's kind. Of, he's like, you're not gonna change him because he's just good enough. He's very good, but you're gonna worry about every single position because. You, they need to. People rank him so good, but he has yet to win a playoff game. That's because he's with Allen and Burrow and Mahomes. Like he's he's grouped up with them, and he's gonna and he was get drafted paid. there, and he's gonna get paid. And you have Keenan on a huge deal, who might be a cap cut. He might be a cap cut. And Mike Williams, who you extended last year, can't stay healthy. Nope. You uh, next, who's their other running back? Uh, they have Eckler. They do have Eckler. Too. There's a lot of money. Yes. But then the next wide receiver up on Palmer. the list, Josh Palmer. Yeah, who's going to – he's running out of time too. But he's not – he's like a th- wide receiver he's, too at best. Yeah. No, he's not anything. I guess because I don't know. I – again. They could have a good draft though. You never know. People always say that with the Chargers. That's one of the team. Them and the Dallas Cowboys They got the structure the there. They got the structure there. They've had the structure for three years. Yeah, they're not they're just not doing anything not with doing the structure. It. They can't do it. And probably Staley. I'm just going to say that. It's probably That's Staley. True. Probably should have fired him, but they didn't. And we're just going to leave it at that because that's a pod for another day. That is. <laughs> but anything you want to wrap up about the season as a whole? I think it was a very good season. This was a good season. Very enjoyable. It started off slow. Fantasy points sucked. Fantasy season sucked. Fantasy was rough. No one did good in fantasy. But when no one did good in fantasy, then it kind of evens it out, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hated how the Super Bowl ended. Well, yeah, of course. Obviously, but we already talked about that. Um, now that we're in the postseason, nothing's happening yet. And it's – it's. I want I want the trades to start coming. I want people to get paid. I know what? We're only, what, two weeks after the Super Bowl, so nothing really is going to happen. Maybe this week the, the dirt will be start kicked up. I believe the new year starts March the 15th. I believe that's what it is. Bro. I think. For some reason, that date's sticking out in my head. That's... I don't know. I don't know when anything happens. But... I haven't seen anything. I will say, this pod has been very enjoyable. Really open a different perspective of football than me Oh, my year. God. Really allowed me to dig into the analytics. Oh, true. And, like... It's fun, too. It's fun to talk about. I mean, I think that we're going to be doing this anyway. What? We're going to just sit around and talk about football. Oh, yeah, but might as well share our thoughts with the world. Yeah, especially. I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, we really do. Thank you for listening. Through um, the whole year. Our, our fans, we love you. And for the voting, I mean, I never would imagine we got the votes we did. I really did. It was fun, too, listening to, asking about what the votes are at and yeah, everything. Yeah, seriously. Watching the back and forth. 
But yeah, I think that's pretty much going to wrap up. I don't know what we're going to do. We're probably going to be trying to do pods every week. Might cut back a little bit potentially. It's in the we haven't did, we haven't talked about it, but potentially until <laughs> you know April. But honestly, probably not because this is too much fun at the end of the day. The real reason why I'm talking about this is because I low key want to do a Phillies podcast. Oh, I would love baseball to do it. back, but that's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about anything baseball. Not on this podcast. No, I winked if you you couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> But overall, uh, if you haven't listened to all the other episodes, of course, go back. Go back. Yeah, go through memory lane. Why right? restart week one? I was restart. Restart the very first pod where it was AFC, the <laughs> uh, the loaded AFC, the loaded and AFC. Go to the NFC where it's like the good, the eh, and the dumpster fire yes. Chicago Bears. Oh god, I can't wait to go back and make those the next ones. Yeah, surely they'll be better because you have a lot of practice doing this, but. Yeah, I mean, go back, listen to drink. Yeah, also we cut that out too. That's a big thing because we could understand Shay off some of those. So we're like, what did you say? Kind of like, oh, the first two I wasn't. But listen, I knew ones. I knew it was an issue when you said Jacoby Brissett had to go in and win half of eleven games. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. You just don't. You can't win half of eleven. There, eleven can be split in two, just not a whole five and five and a half. Yeah, it's only five and a half yeah. games. Yeah. You have to win more than... Uh, I said that exactly half. Whatever, whatever. Well, when you figure out a way to win half of 11, let me know. I'll be waiting <laughs> a long time. I got you. I'll, I'll let you know. You're my first call. Any ideas for the pod in the future, feel free to email us at the JD... Not, not JDK. JDK? It's my Our Twitter? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of my bloom email. Oh, that is your bloom email. Email us at theadfpodcast at gmail.com. Love to get in touch. Any guests that want to come on, shoot us an email because we will be looking for guests now that we will absolutely kind of run out of ideas. But hopefully you award this. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed this award ceremony again. I thought it was a good idea to really fully put it like nice end of the season. Yes, it, it was nice to recap and look at the stats and the averages. Yeah, so I think we're just gonna end it there. Um, I guess we're just gonna say until next week. Peace.